Welcome back to the Logos of Experience and Truth podcast, where I help unlock the mysteries. This is the third in a series of episodes that are all tied around the idea of creative thought, the law of attraction, the secret, and if these are lawful or not to be used spiritually for gain. Just that very sentence right there should give you the answer, at least from my point of view, when it comes to this. So I ended the second episode in this little mini-series speaking about the chastisement that God gives Job as a way that the writer was trying to demonstrate how pitiful our human mind is compared to the divine supreme Lord and why our mind most definitely is not God. But I also ended the episode speaking about how the entirety of this use of the creative thought, the forbidden fruit, and how it pertains to this entire concept of the law of attraction and seeing our mind as God being the truest of the truest of idol worship because the physical thing that is built and made and worshipped only exists because of the mind having perceived it and then done something to build it through their hands. So that is the true idol worship. Thus, the devil represents the fulfillment of this. A being that wishes to be equal to God sees itself as God. This being is the prince of the world, right? As the Bible says it, ruler over the physical realm, and wants to be worshipped. No different than Yaldabaoth in the Gnostic texts. And the whole gist of Yaldabaoth in the Gnostic text is that he's so ignorant, calling himself God, that he doesn't know of the entire divine realm that exists before him. Using the microcosm and the macrocosm idea, that which is outside is that which is inside, reading that text and inversing how the mind wants to see that as a reflection or description of the external universe of physicality, and instead seeing and asking how does that concept apply within my own mind, within my own self, and seeing that Yaldabaoth and the devil represent our own ego mind that stands in complete and utter awe of God himself, thus worshipping our mind is worshipping the ego and calling it God. So the question that comes to my mind when I think of this Is this the seduction of the devil that the saints have spoken of 
in addition, is using creative thought or the law of attraction, the left-hand path that leads to hell. I think I already addressed how creative thought is possibly tied to the occult when I spoke about these more ancient texts. Again, I just don't see where they derive these ideas from that. I mean, maybe just the basic idea from the Masons and the Kabbalists and the name of God or the secret key and word of the great architect in Masons and just that basic idea and people trying to understand it and wanting to have that to enact change in their life or something of that degree or order. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I know when I fell down this path years ago, that's what it was, right? I wanted some type of control over something and I figured I can focus on this. And this is actually, I think, what led to my original downfall experience. In my second season of podcast, I state that I don't fully remember what I was thinking back then or the type of thoughts that I had back then because I didn't even have a concept of meditation or anything like that. I know that it had something to do with trying to focus and meditate and picture myself obtaining something, having something, being something. I can't really remember exactly. And that I was shown in my punishment, judgment experience that this is not the way. It's real. It does work. But if I would serve God, this is not the way. So one of my favorite stories that I have of the devil, I can't remember if it was in the Desert Fathers, if it was in a collection of the saints. I can't remember exactly where I read this story. But anyways, this is how the story goes. The devil was holding court and he was calling forth all his demons from everywhere they were and was asking them what they had accomplished, what they had done. And all the little minor ones were talking about, I got this guy to drink a little too much. This guy got drunk or she slept with this person or they did this. They did that. All these little, these little things. And the devil's basically like, you're all worthless. And then a demon arrives there late, comes through the door, haggard, tired, drawn out. The devil asks him, what have you been doing? What have you accomplished? And the demon's response is, one of the holy ones out in the desert had abstained from such and such for 40 years. And I finally got him to go against it. And the devil comes down off of his throne and goes to this demon and embraces and praises him as supreme among the others. When I compare that to this entire thought of law of attraction and creative thought, the monk out in the desert, and again, for me, when I think of that, I'm always thinking of St. Anthony of the desert. I mean, we don't actually know if he was a mystic. I just automatically assume he was because he had visions, these visions of these demons dancing around him and stuff. But he would be one who would have learned and known how to use 
this creative thought from the sheer act of being alone in a cave meditating all the time. So in my second season of podcasts, I got in-depth with speaking about the teachings in the Bible. If you've experienced the types of things that I've experienced, and this is why no matter how much I read, no matter how far off the path I can sometimes go when I'm trying to learn and study something, I always come back. I may take a side street for a little bit, but I always still wind myself back onto the path. The teachings in the Bible, if you perceive that humanity, by the power of its own mind, thought itself to be God, that that is what caused the fall. And the easiest expression of this is when human beings have said, I am God, which is exactly what the devil says. Then those of us that have fallen in these thoughts and thought patterns and have utilized the spiritual power of the law of attraction, then the Bible is literally written entirely for us. Those of us that have been in these places of mind and mentality and thought. And thus, finding these reasons within the teaching of why to and why not to utilize the law of attraction would be no different than what has been taught by the church for 2,000 years. In medieval times, when there was obviously too much of a superstitious notion, the general idea of the devil, if you think about it, if you think about, for instance, Dr. Faust, if you've never read Dr. Faust or seen the movie Faust, it's an older black and white movie, silent. They recently came out with a new one that has like a new score to it. I can't remember what it was, if it was scored or something like that. I saw the full silent one years and years ago. It's where that idea comes from of the wager. But the more modern, if you watched the Constantine movie with Keanu Reeves, if you want just a quicker version of it, that's the way he words it, that what if there was a wager between the devil and God? No direct activity, only through influence. The thing is that the devil always gives you what you want, just enacts a heavy toll when you leave this world. But in the world, oh, the wealth that you can accumulate. But just as in that Dr. Faust story, the toll always has to be paid. Think about what actual idolatry is. Think about the actual words used in the theology of the devil and think about that when it comes to this using law of attraction, the secret, creative thought to bring about your desires in this world. Think about that for a moment. These are the reasons why these teachings were either tossed out or hidden. 
and became esoteric or occult. Again, not saying they don't work. That's the problem. (laughs) But that is the seduction of the devil. And I'm saying this again because why else did I come across this in my YouTube feed? Hadn't seen any of this for months. But just a couple of days ago, I'm just, I'm being real right now. I was sitting there thinking like, man, there must be an easier way to make money. I've been learning this, how to build a website, how to do the podcasting. And then you got to learn all the stuff behind that, like audio engineering and audio editing and audio recording and all that just kind of you know, I had that thought for a moment of like, man, there must be an easier way. Isn't there something I can do that can make this easier? And then I start seeing it all over the place. Law of attraction. Just focus on it. And next to those words on the various YouTube things, mind is God. And it's so quick. It's so easy. Every saint has said it. I said it in my season two stuff. The teachings are so subtle because Jesus says, if you have faith, you can move mountains. He even says, and then this again, just when you think about it, why does he say the Lord knows you need clothes and food and shelter? Don't worry about it. As in, don't sit there and think about it. As in, don't sit there and think that if all you're doing is thinking about it, that it will simply come to pass. You see? But it's so seductive, especially if you have disciplined your mind, learned how to meditate, and feel like you could have this power or that you deserve this power. Contemplative, my words, make sense. Using this creative thought is not the same as having a plan, thinking up what you want to do, what you would like, coming up with a plan, writing down the steps to the plan, and then actively working towards achieving those steps. This creative thought, law of attraction stuff, is entirely mental-based. I'm differentiating the two right now. It's not the same as setting up a plan and developing a step-by-step thing of what you're going to do day-by-day, minute-by-minute, whatever, right? That's not the same thing as this. This is where you're just sitting there meditating, picturing what you want, picturing yourself doing what you want. And oh my God, now I'm giving you what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's that. It's, it's the verses that is the, the contrast of one versus the other. So again, it's very seductive, especially if you've learned how to focus your mind. There's that seduction of bringing something about in this way, again, especially if you've had the synchronistic experience and it seems like there must be a way of controlling this, but that's the problem with this. There is, but do you really want it? 
if you knew the price. And I will leave you with that. Until next time.